All right, let's All right. see how this delicious can of... Yeah, there yeah. it is. There it is. Um, so, yeah. I'm going to make you start with what your drink is today. We're going to do things a little backwards today. It's going to be, as they say, madness. Oh. All right, so we start behind the curtain here uh, with no puns allowed. Normally, right, I, I come prepared. I've drank, I believe, on every single episode we've ever done. Has there ever been an episode where I have haven't not had drank. a beverage? Yeah. I don't I'm know. Not saying that, I'm not saying that to brag. Actually, it sounds a little terrifying when I say it that way. Um, I I don't know. But... Wow. Oh, You're quite well, a team player. Um, but, so, I don't have a beer today. And I was able to scrounge up a truly pear martini style hard seltzer. Now, I'm going to give a little official review of this first. <laughs> no. The the review is no. I'm going to drink it because I'm a team player. Um, yes. It tastes like a, a mix of pear and, like, what you would use to clean, like, your stainless steel oven. Oh. Like, it's not great. So not great. So not great. So not as good as the Cutwater Margarita, but... I mean, no. behind the curtain again, Kramer told me that he was drinking this canned cocktail, and I just wanted to remind him that um, yeah. Kramer versus a canned cocktail is 0-1 so far. Yeah, so the Cutwater, the Cutwater episode is one of our greatest. It's like people cite like the Game of Thrones episodes where everybody's dying. The Cutwater the red episode. Wedding, is, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was my Red Wedding game is like the Cutwater episode. One it's amazing. canned margarita, and I couldn't spell margarita. To be fair, yes. this feels very on brand for what's going on in your NFL team life. So for yes. those who don't know, Kramer is a Jets fan. Um, what is the like temperature? Like, give me what you're feeling, all the emotions right now. Because as someone who just like is over the Aaron Rodgers saga, I clearly watched the Pat McAfee show today. But how do you feel about everything? All right, I I'm excited. Like, I'm actually, like, I'm pumped. My team has been bad and boring. And at the very least, they're interesting and maybe not as bad. Okay. And I don't know. I kind of like Aaron Rodgers. Like, I probably oh, say God. that now. I, do, I, do, I don't agree with all of his opinions, right? We, we, right? we differ on some things, which is fine. But I just, there's a vibe, man. It's like there... a vibe. And I can understand why people are probably not in the vibe. But, like, even on the McAfee show, like, I don't know. There's something about it that, like, I'm like, that's my that's my quarterback right so, there. That is my quarterback. We've had this discussion on the pod before. Like, I'm not really a huge Aaron Rodgers fan. Obviously, he based with the Packers, Niners, kind of not a fun yeah, rivalry so. we've got going there. But I, when he started doing the Pat McAfee show, I was like, I actually really enjoy listening to him talk because it's, like, interesting to sort of get an insight. And I feel like it's not super scripted on his end. But, like, part of me is, like, changing my opinion on that. I'm like, it feels so unscripted that I feel like I was duped and he's very scripted and, like, very manipulative. And how he's basically controlling, like, essentially a whole offseason, but it hasn't even really, like, been a full offseason yet. So, it just, it kind of is weird to me that he's dragging this out. And I understand it's not technically his fault. They're trying to work out the deal. But, yeah, I mean, he's going to play for the Jets. That's his intention. So, really, well, we just need them not to botch this so here's the other thing as a Jets fan I'm going through the history of quarterbacks I did this exercise earlier 
Oh, God. Who is the best quarterback of my lifetime? Um, Chad Pennington. <laughs> That's perfect for the Jets. Oh, my Probably God. My guy, my guy, Chad Pennington. I like Chad Pennington a lot, by the way. Yeah. I think he was far and away the best. I mean, Ryan Fitzpatrick, maybe. Oh, geez. Uh, I know we're baby. down. We are down bad. Okay, yeah. we're down bad. I, I, I might. I, I have to be missing somebody. But like, the point of this is, my entire life, they have just been bad. Uh, pretty much, they made back-to-back AFC Championship games with Mark Sanchez, right, and a great running game, and they have like a really fun team. So the only other thing I'll say, uh, I do feel a little bit bad for Zach Wilson. Because basically having an entire roster shitting all over me for the last week. Yeah. And it's been funny. Like Sauce Gardner and Brees Hall and like Garrett Wilson, who are like really good players. Like they're all, I mean, it's funny to see how they're tweeting through this basically and like encouraging it. Yeah. Um, Zach Wilson, who grew up idolizing Aaron Rodgers, by the way, which is a, an odd dynamic in all of this. And maybe that will work or maybe not. Um, it's got to be so, so strange. So I, but I'm pumped. Like talk I'm, about I'm, two different personalities. I'm, I that is kind of hilarious. I, I'm ready. I'm like, my dad, my dad. Um, they they live in Wisconsin, right? My stepmom mm-hmm. loves the Packers. My dad, Jets fan, has always hated Aaron Rodgers, and watching him come to terms Go with this, this? Has, yes. <laughs> has been hilarious. Because we know deep down we're like this is the best thing for us. But we also know, like, oh, my God, there's going to be so much drama. Yeah. This is not the last of it. And yet we're kind of like, fuck it, whatever, man. Like, let's let's go. We're going to score points. It's going to be entertaining. So it's been weird. That, I'll say this. From a media pers- standpoint, the way that this has been reported and not reported has been fascinating. Like, yeah. Trey Wingo just kind of scooping this. Like, really strange. And Schefter and all these guys, it's not done. It's not done. And it kind of hasn't been done. Yeah. The way that this has been reported and then the way Roger's kind of like starting off, like, let's go back to 2020. It's like, oh, my God. Um, like, it's just been strange the way this whole thing has come together. It's fascinating that he says that he is upset with, like, the media inaccuracies, but yet yes. he denies anyone any information. So, like, why don't you just tell us what you're doing then and what's going on? Essentially, he did that today without the media, but he Pat McAfee is still technically media. But yeah, he wants to burn some of those guys, especially after the Jordan Love draft night stuff. So like that for him, I think, is like a little bit of a revenge tour. But another quarterback that is no longer going to be on my team and is headed to the Raiders. I just wanted to say this is all on the Raider fans because they sat there and made fun of Niner fans for having Jimmy Garoppolo, even oh, though boy. he took them to a Super Bowl. So this is karma at its finest. So enjoying Jimmy Garoppolo and Jimmy Garoppolo, enjoy Las Vegas. I can't wait for yeah. that content. I cannot wait yeah, for that content. Yeah, he he should thrive there. He um, should. I, I hope that he is like engaged to a bottle service girl within like the year because you know what? That, that, that is, is how like, this goes. And that's that how, how like hot goes. people are supposed to be with hot people. Like that's just how that's supposed to go. Like just yeah. make it happen. Jimmy Jimmy G is gonna do well there. Yeah, I, I think the funny part, by the way, tying this as a as a Jets fan in general, if like the Rodgers thing does fall apart, which it seems like it won't, they'll uh-huh. figure something out. Like watching all the quarterbacks sign, like Jimmy, I was like, Okay, Derek Carr, we're good. No. Okay, Jimmy G. Jimmy. I would have loved Jimmy G for yeah. the Jets. Like gone. Like every <laughs> one of them. Like it was like it was feeling very Jetsy. So, 
I think when Jimmy G's healthy, though, he's like he's very confident. Like yeah. he's a. I think you guys win a Super Bowl if Jimmy G is healthy this year for your football team. All right. Well, let's not do. I'm so, I didn't mean that stone. as a negative. That sounded like way more um, like negative than I meant it. It was like it's a okay. compliment to Jimmy it's okay. G. Like, like, oh man, you guys really fucked that up. No, it was like Jimmy G is no, good. Everybody just got hurt. It's fine. Yeah. I'm yeah, totally yeah. okay. Yep, just crying through it. Um, yep. So no, I, I do think free agency is hilarious. I know this is a college football podcast, but like the legal tampering and then there are some college football-y, transfer portal-y vibes to all of this now. Yes. But, like, it's just so weird to see how some of this stuff comes together. And also, by the way, the NFL has a salary cap, and none of it is real. That's the other thing I always <laughs> learn about. Like, everybody, like, okay, we're going to restructure this deal. It saves us, like, like Deshaun Watson contract. They saved, like, $30 million in cap space by restructuring his deal. Like, none of this is real. You could just hand out, you know, bonuses and, and be done, which yeah. I find hilarious. Yeah, it is a little ridiculous. Um, so this weekend, I may or may not have become a little degenerate college football because, like you said, there's not a lot of college football news right now. This is obviously mainly a college football podcast, chaos yes. podcast, I would say in general. Um, yeah. Sports chaos podcast, that's what we should call it. Um, I text you that I had started looking up next year's schedule including like week zero and week one and was already like okay there this is going to be the line for this game and i already know i'm gonna bet it and you it was like a proud dad moment almost where you were like wow i can't believe you're doing this already i was embarrassed by it i was like i need to tell somebody that the sicko behavior is going on and you were the person that i was like i gotta just tell him that this is happening i was so excited for you <laughs> And then I like instantly got a like a rush of college football energy. Like you're ahead of me. Normally my schedule yes. like hopping starts like, I don't know, April, May. The fact that you're there already in the heart of like basketball yeah. madness is right? I'm just proud. I am <laughs> and did you learn anything, by the way? Did you have any like did you have any like epiphanies when looking at any of the schedules? Did you have any like this is good. This is bad. Week I mean, zero is going to be pretty easy to bet, I think. But week one oh, wow. is going to be a little like the spreads are going to be pretty small, in my opinion. And normally they're like pretty large. Like I think we get like 10 point spreads for like the big Chick-fil-A kickoff games and all of that stuff. Yeah, I think we're going to see smaller spreads, which is actually kind of exciting. I am uh, I am very much here for it. So I'm looking at the schedule now. Mm -hmm. um, is USC plays week zero? Is that correct? Let's see. I think it is. Do they play? Yeah, they, well, this this schedule seems all like out of whack Here. because there's like games Wednesday, Thursday, Friday on ESPN. It doesn't seem right. So I'm I'm. I got you. Hold on. I am becoming I go week a by week, week zero. Okay, I'm becoming a week zero um, super fan. I love week zero. Okay. Week zero this year. That's let's see. It's loading. Um, yeah, San Jose State at USC. Oh, that's going to be a big spread. Navy, Notre Dame, and Ireland. Um, big but spread. those games feel very easy to bet. Hawaii, Vanderbilt. Just... That is the most week zero game. Ugh. And it's um, in Vandy this year, right? Because last year it was in yeah. Hawaii. What, what were we talking about that I said there was a game 
was it week one or was it week? I think it was week two. And I text you and I was like, this is a very. Oh, oh, it was, uh, it was Baylor. Oh, Utah, is that who they play? Hold on, it's I'm going to pull of... up the text. The text chain, this is, I'm sure, great for people to listen to. But... It's also just the way that we speak to each other. Sometimes I think like if people read our text messages, they'd be like, what the fuck are they talking about? It's Baylor, Utah, week two. Yeah. <laughs> right? So so you said, I'm excited for Baylor, U2. Might be this sicko behavior. And I said, I already know that I'm going to lose money betting on this game, which is so true. Baylor, Utah is that game. There's a couple of these, by the way, in March Madness. I'm already si- like like sizing up. Yes. No matter what side I bet, I'm you know going to lose. Money. And I'm going to be mad about Um. And so Baylor, Utah, that is like a Baylor, perfectly Utah. good. And I think oh, I yeah. said I know that I'm going to bet Baylor plus two and a half at that. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yes. And you're you not going to feel good about it. Yeah. I'm not uh-huh. even. That's what's going to happen. But yeah, we will get to obviously March Madness and all of that stuff in our bets this week in our brackets. But yeah, we I'm already like very excited for next college football season. Even I, in the middle uh, of I March. You're right. Well, is like, it, it is early for me. Well, we are. It's it's March, right? And football heats up pretty soon. Like, we are trudging through this offseason, which I very yeah. much like. Um, I do like to bring up one little piece of spring. Um, people overanalyze spring football. It's kind of annoying. Um, we do this every year. I did it with Nebraska last year. I was like, oh, yeah, we're going to do this. This is going to be great. It was not great. Uh-huh. But I am curious. I've been reading because Georgia started spring football. Yeah, and I am actually very intrigued to see what the post Stetson Bennett uh, Georgia football quarterback looks like. So Kirby Smart, basically, they're trotting their guys out, um, and you've got Carson Beck, you've got Brock Vandegrift, and then you have Gunnar Stockton. What's what I find really interesting is all three guys are pretty different. We you know we stood we watched them on the field, right? And you've got some big NFL type players. You've got kind of dual threat guys you've got like different styles and you're mm-hmm. coming out of a situation where you had a quarterback that was like 511 and you lose your offensive coordinator the best offensive coordinator in college football in my opinion so you got a new yes. OC and you've got three highly recruited guys and you have this offense that's still loaded with weapons yeah loaded with potential i'm really curious to see what happens here now from a Heisman betting standpoint which is where this matters there's crazy value. So, Paige, they're going to be the number one team in the country pretty convincingly to start the year. Uh-huh. The schedule really isn't bad. So, Carson Beck is 30, uh, excuse me, 25 to 1 to win. And he is 2, nice, 4, man. 6, 8, 10, like the 13th choice. Okay. Brock Vandegriff is 35 to 1. And then, so what I'm getting at is if you have a feeling that one of those guys is going to start, they got a good chance to be in the Heisman discussion just by talent and quarterbacking and all these things. So I'm really curious. I don't think we'll get a declaration of this now. Kirby will wait till the fall to name a starter. Mm-hmm. But they, they're they all very capable and probably potentially more talented than Stetson Bennett. Maybe not better, but more talented. So I am very curious to see what happens. I know you think I'm just bringing up quarterbacks to get you to talk about uh, Stetson Bennett at yeah. Georgia. No, I think you're just trolling me to talk the, about no, Georgia football. It's that is the not off the season. Intent. Just give me a break. I don't want to talk about Georgia football. 
back-to-back episodes Kirby's like by the way i wanted to talk about georgia page um i know Always. you hate it but here we go i i i can't help it but well it's the most i think it's the most interesting storyline for me for the spring to see where the vibes are and if yeah. you have a, if you if you have a high like from a betting standpoint too because the value is there the moment one of those guys is named the starter like that changes. those odds yeah. will probably be cut in half if not more. Um, well, it's funny because we were saying that, like, I'm ahead of you. Usually you're the one being, checking out the schedule, doing all that, looking at games. Heisman is your thing. Like, you love to look I, at Heisman I right do. now. That's, like, your number one thing. You always have somebody that you made a bet on well before anyone else even touched it. Um, I do. And we'll obviously talk about that as we see kind of spring go on and we know who's going to start where. Um, but really, the biggest thing that's going on is the NCAA tournament. Are I, you um, ready? So first off, I am one and zero to start my betting uh, March Madness. Congratulations! I was on, I was on Pitt. Pitt. Nice, Pitt same, la- same in night. our household. So uh, that was good. So I think I'm going to be on Nevada tonight. Oh, okay, fair enough. What do you mean? Oh, you're wearing an Arizona shirt. Isn't that like? Boo. Boo AC. No, because I'm I want people to win money and Nevada should in my opinion should have been left out and Rucker should have gone in. I actually agree with you on that. So too. I think that I'm gonna go with ASU there. And they beat us, so they have <laughs> lucky day, you know. Um so when you are filling out a bracket, mm-hmm. how, what is your process? So what I mean by that, do you first time go through and that's it? Yep. You're done. Yeah, I wrote, see, you can see it here for those that are watching. I wrote it all out, printed it out, wrote it out. I usually start just going first game by first game. I don't do like, um, sometimes I'll start with like a region that I feel like is easier to fill out. Um, but I, once I make my picks, those are my picks. And I also, um, don't make like a bunch of different brackets. Like I have one bracket and I use it for every bracket challenge that I'm in. I feel very strongly about that. Um, I feel like that is something if you're doing multiple brackets, it doesn't even count. You can't say like, oh, my bracket's busted or oh, my bracket was really good because you made a bunch. So you, of course, the odds are in your favor. Um, But yeah, I read it out and then I'll put it in the computer and it'll stay as is. Um, And I mean, obviously, I pick Arizona to win every year that they're in it. And um, this year I came up with like a a reasoning. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. No matter what, Arizona's your pick every year? Yeah. And here's why. Here's why. Here's why. I'll tell you why. Okay? Well, I know why. You're a giant homer. Well, yeah, of course. I mean, that's... But here, no, no, no. Here's the thing. So first things first, if I do pick them and they do win, okay, then I wasn't just a giant homer. They're actually pretty good if they won a national championship. If I don't pick them, okay, I'm betting against my team. I'm rooting against my team. That's bad. That's bad karma. It's bad juju. I don't like that. And this is March, okay? Karma, momentum, all of that stuff matters, okay? Um, and if they don't win, I was like, you know what? At least I rooted for my team. At least I put my team down, and I probably got a bunch of other stuff right. Because for me, it's more about, like, the betting matters more. I don't bet on Arizona. Well, I bet them to win the national championship. But other than that, I don't bet, like, the games they play in. Other than that, like, that's more what it's about to me than having, like, a perfect bracket because I'm never going to not put Arizona in there because what if I didn't and they ended up winning? Like, I would I would never be able to live with myself that I bet against my own team. I wouldn't even be able to enjoy the national championship. I take this so right, seriously. So you, you, you fill out one bracket. Mm-hmm. 
and you, which I do too, by the way, I am a one bracket um, person. I thought about doing multiple this year, but I'm not going to do it. Uh-uh. Um, so you fill out one bracket and Arizona, yes. seating be damned, yep. is your final team. Yep. Okay. Always. Um, what other teams do I like? Bracket, like, yeah. What do you? Well, what else? Are, what else is your strategy going into this? You watch this, so is it purely off of like, um, your assessment strategy? Because I have, I have actually some interesting strategies that I try to use. I could talk about. Because yes. I don't watch. I watch. This is. The, I've told you. This is the most college basketball I've watched in a long, long time. So I have a better feel for it than I normally do. But there's some teams that, frankly, I don't. Yeah. So one of the things that I like to do is look at point spreads for round one. Okay. I think it's super interesting. Like Drake versus Miami is a great example. 12 versus five. Drake is only, last time I checked, a two-point underdog to Miami, right? And, then- and I like Miami too, by the way. I just think it's fascinating. Um, Duke versus Oral Roberts, I think is a super interesting one. Duke is... One of the hottest teams, obviously, for good reason. They played great down the stretch. Yep. Um, they're only like a six and a half point favorite against Oral Roberts, which isn't that much. So I'm wondering, do like the point spreads to me are always helpful. Like I'm like, okay, even though the seeds are this way, like here's a potential way to do it. I was, you know, I'm, I've done that the last few years. Sometimes it works. Sometimes, but obviously, it it doesn't. I think it's a cool way to look at the at least the first round matchups and see what Vegas thinks of teams, which yeah. allows me to at least have a. Vegas knows teams better than anybody, per, to, to anybody on the planet. Mm-hmm. So if they feel a certain way, at least I can feel a certain way based off their interpretation of it. Yeah. I think my strategy is to, one, look at the matchup and how they play. That's first and foremost. I take conference into consideration when it comes to, like, the the major conferences and, like, the power fives. Like, when I look at a Big 12 team and I'm like, there is potential for upset. Like, the Big 12 is a really good basketball conference and they've... Like their their record may not reflect that they're one of the best teams and their seed is lower. I'm like, okay, that's sort of how I strategize. And then I do usually pick like a decent amount of upsets uh, in the first and second round, but I don't go like overly crazy. I usually pick like one or two in each region each region. Um but yeah, my strategy is essentially just looking at it game by game and taking it through and going okay round by round who is what um but i do it by region so i go um do we want to go oh god no i go oh go ahead you're also annoying me is that the fact that this says like south and the south is at the top like we just put like the south midwest and east and west like where they're supposed to be like the west is on the technically the like what would be the east yes, side of the paper? And that you. really bothers me. It just I I was looking at it earlier and I was <laughs> like, why is this bothering me so much? Um, I don't know if I've ever like noticed that before, but that just really bothers me. Um, first round, do you have some Cinderellas? Do you have an upset? Do you have a? Sounded like you were maybe thinking Noah Roberts situation, but what are you what are you looking at in terms of like so, Cinderella stories? So I so it's funny. I like Furman. Okay. Um, my problem is I feel like a lot of people like Furman over Virginia, uh-huh. 13 over four. Um, well, cause but I, I, mean, I, I, I love betting against Virginia. They, yeah. Well, cause play I think people have so that like in the back slow. of their mind 
yeah, I think people also have in the back of their mind that they've lost a historical, like, loss. You know, and I don't even, it's funny because, like, for sure, like, I just, I've actually watched them a lot this year, and it's like, I oh, my God, they're hard to watch. Like, they are the opposite of Lane Kiffin basketball. Yeah, they're, they're the just like, Arizona it's, and they're, Gonzaga. They're, they're Iowa. They're Iowa. <laughs> but 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 actually, they're much the better Iowa than basketball. Iowa. Okay, That's amazing. I, they're the Put Iowa that on basketball. A shirt. But they they are the Iowa basketball. Uh, and Furman scores. So that was one. Let me see what else. Oh, you know, I had this isn't Cinderella, but I'll give you some. I like Utah State. Okay. Um. Uh. And then let's see who else do I have? I don't have any like. I have Drake against Miami. I did have Drake going. Okay. Um, I don't want to talk about the Iowa Auburn game. It's going to be terrible. Um, and then the other, like the other team. This isn't a Cinderella, so I'm kind of hijacking your question. But the team that I have been like gambling on, and like it's been a fun ride, like, is Creighton. Like that's a okay. team that, like I, if they're right, I feel like they're going to be awesome. And if they're not, it's going to be terrible. But Furman would be my team, and then Drake would be the other. What about you? Um, I'm rocking with Charleston. Charleston, nice. I think, is a great pick just because they're actually very good. Despite the conference that they're in, they're st- still won a ton of games this year. So I'm taking Charleston to make it to the Sweet 16 and lose to Alabama. Um, so that's my main one. Um, I'm also basically saying that Purdue, Houston, and Kansas are all going to lose before they get to the... I i don't think I have a single one seed in the Final Four. I don't either. Oh, my God. I'm wondering if our Final Fours are <laughs> similar. Um, I, do not, I do that. not have a single one seed either. We... Yeah. Oh, man. No, but we... we can, do we want well, to go to Final Four talked, immediately? Well, in general, though, what's funny about that is you and I have talked... And like the whole idea of this year being wide open, mm-hmm. I feel like that's gonna. I feel like this tournament's gonna be chaos, or like it's gonna be very chalky. Like the one seeds will prevail, and maybe I'm, maybe I'm underestimating the one seeds a bit. But I do not. I very much in your your mentality of this. And yes, we can reveal. Well, I can reveal final I four mean, first if you. Yeah, it's fair to say that, though, because, like, Houston, we're not really sure. One of their best players is injured. We're not really sure what his status is for the tournament. Yep. Um, Purdue, like, is beatable. They have the best player in the country, but they still are beatable. Kansas, like, I don't want them to go back-to-back. I think that's maybe just a personal choice. And then, obviously, I want Arizona to beat Alabama. Actually, let's let's start there. When the bracket was revealed, I was hoping that Arizona, because they won their our conference tournament that um, we would be rewarded with the two seed in the West. Well, we weren't. So, cause I was like, okay, I'd rather play Kansas than um, Alabama. Well, no, I thought that Houston was going to be the one seed in the West. I thought Kansas would get the Midwest, but they didn't. So I was like, okay, I'd rather play Houston than Kansas or Alabama. Well, we got Alabama. And as many of you know, who listen to this podcast, um, oh I have lots of Alabama friends and um, I already text that group chat to just say, like, I don't handle this sort of, like, loss well. So, like, let's just not, let's just make an agreement, a handshake agreement here. That, like, I'm a sore loser. This is the one thing that I genuinely am the biggest sore loser. Everything else I can get over. I'm such a sore loser when it comes to Arizona basketball. So, 
Like, give me 24 hours before you troll. You can troll. Just give me 24 hours. But if we end up losing that game, but that matchup, I'm hoping that Bama loses before it because honestly, it's, it's, and I mean, it'd probably be one of the greatest like tournament games ever because they're both really good teams. But it, the idea of having to sit through that game to get to a Final Four, like, really just, I also, by the way, as for Arizona basketball during the Pac 12 championship game, um, there was a lot of dollars flying around on Arizona. And I was like texting you for like, we were like, it was good vibes. Good vibes. It was good, good vibes. Good, like, chi. Like, let's go. <laughs> like, let's. And I am running it back. So I will, my my big reveal is I am picking Arizona to win it all. I get, we'll get final four teams, but Arizona, I've bet Arizona to win it all at, I think, 14 to 1 already wow. um, oh yeah no and i'm not doing this uh well it is like i like the camaraderie like the pac-12 champ like we we willed that one home we did i felt like we really did but i also i really like they play a style of basketball which is like beautifully kind of old school with like two massive like big men that if they stay out of foul trouble are gonna are gonna beat your ass like yeah. that's my that's my my Arizona basketball, my very scientific and professional assessment of them, which I like to watch. But I also think they're really good. So I do have Arizona winning it all. I will give you my other Final Four teams. I have um, I have on that side, I have Kansas State. I like I Arizona, that pick. I have Kansas State, I have Texas, and I have UCLA. Okay. So what about, what about you? So obviously I have Arizona. I have Duke, which... Yep. You know, I really don't need to see Duke in back-to-back Final Fours. It's fine. Um, I have UConn. That the like the, the West was very like hard for me. Uh, I struggled yeah. between TCU and UConn. I had them in the Elite Eight because I I like those two teams. I um, do too. And then I have Texas coming out of of the Midwest. Texas is good. Texas, Texas is I hot. Have Texas is hot right up. now. They are. I have Texas as my runner-up, and I well, I think I'm going to sprinkle on them as well. Yeah, I the Arizona sure. Texas is my my national championship game. Wow, that's, look at us! We didn't even talk about my, this. Oh my god, it's We're either great this, it's pod synergy or terrible. Or it's terrible. It is. Well, I mean, yeah, I, I'm looking also, forward to it. But no, I am too. I'm I'm looking also for a couple of teams to sprinkle on in terms of like I got you natty odds. Like so, Indiana, Indiana was born. Yes, Indiana. Um, I think UConn. I genuinely think UConn is a good sprinkle and Marquette. Let's all right. Let's take a look here. So let me. I'm gonna UConn, write that down so I U, remember that we're gonna sprinkle. You UConn eighteen sprinkle. to one, Marquette twenty to one, and I think Indiana was fifty to one, which is just lovely. I like that. It sounds like you're writing with an axe. <laughs> it's this table that I use, but this is my lucky it's, pen. <laughs> No, that's good. We need it. We need. <laughs> okay, so I wrote that down so we vibes. can tweet that out. That that's going to be our sprinkle. Um, I workshopped in the middle of like doing this bracket. I was text Kramer and I was like, I think we should do like every day. We should have like either a parlay that we do or a lock bet that we decide as a group and write it out together. Um, and sweat it out. So we will be doing that. But I'm definitely going to do a futures sprinkle. Um, so so I filmed two videos today for BR betting, uh-huh. by the way, which was a lot of fun. I love doing this. One of the videos was Natty Betts and was um and you picked Arizona, Arizona and Arizona and Indiana. Wow. So and then they they did a I did a four team 
parlay. Okay. I did my own like 14 picks. And and so would you like those now? I mean, you I, I'd like to know what you think of these, actually. Yes, because, go ahead. So, and I've kind of gone through them already. So I have Furman plus six versus Virginia, Utah State minus one and a half versus Missouri, Oral Roberts plus six and a half versus Duke. That is one of those games, by the way. Let me feel like an equivalent. It's like, hmm, it's like Iowa State at home versus Texas, and Iowa mm-hmm. State's only like a three point underdog, a uh, three point dog. And you know, football wise, like there's a good chance Iowa State will lose, but there's also like there's something there. You're like holding this bomb that could go off, <laughs> and it's probably going to blow up in your face, which it might. And then Drake plus two versus Miami. So that was my four teamers, so to speak. So which one of those do you like the best? Um, what were the first two? Because I you lost me at Duke and Oral Roberts. I don't think that's going to happen. Okay, you have Furman. Furman. I'll give you Furman. Plus, okay, and then, and Utah, then Utah State. State. Yes, I have actually. I picked Utah State to move on to the next round. I didn't I like Utah State. I yeah. don't know why. I mean, they really play. They play us next. So, meaning Arizona, that would be yeah. Awesome. Um, yeah, yeah. I think we're gonna end up playing. Jeez, to be fair, like we're gonna have to play a decent, like group of teams to to win a national championship. How do I have it? Well, that is the, that is the cool thing about this is like when we do the college football playoff. Some of the matchups feel like there's no way this could happen. And then outside of that. Um, like there, a lot of these games feel very within reach. I yeah, I will which say is cool. I will say the West. I originally when the the bracket came out, I didn't think that it was going to be the most difficult region. Like everyone was complaining about it, but like looking at like Gonzaga, UCLA, and Kansas all in the same group there. I mean, I have Gonzaga losing to TCU, but UCLA like I yeah. they're they're good. So if the, if all healthy and don't get in foul trouble, very good. Um. So yeah, I I'm not gonna I'm definitely not gonna sprinkle on them to make the final four because that would just break my heart. I just can't do it. But yeah, I think I, um, I don't think the Duke Oral Roberts game will actually be close. Sorry, so you picked very. Those are like very. Um, are those all? Hold on. Let's see. Duke Oral Roberts. Uh, is a five twelve. Furman God, is I'm a six thirteen. Yeah, they're all in that mix of like yeah, seven ten was Utah State. Yeah, oh, God, this this drink is murdering me. By yeah, the way, yeah, my my five twelve is oh. Charleston. I like Charleston a lot, so I might what sprinkle. What is what on. is that? What is that line? Hold on, actually, I, I wanted to check the Charleston I, San Diego State. Yeah, let's see here. That's got to be under seven points. I'm assuming. Yeah, because I that think a decent amount of people are betting it. Five points. Okay, San Diego State by five. I, I have no comments about Iowa other than I will not be betting that game and I picked Auburn sorry I I don't be sorry but seems like, like a wise I, decision see I struggle with games like Iowa Auburn and then the other one that's hard is like VCU and St Mary's like yep. those are hard for me because those like style of plays are so completely different and it's like how do you know which one's going to win out in this moment? You know, I know they say defense wins championships, but like, which generally, um, you know, so yeah, sometimes, yeah. But I'm hoping this year is the year of fast offenses. <laughs> I uh, this this drink, by the way, is it's it's buddy, it's not good. It's not good. Do you feel it though? 
I feel like my insides are dying. Oh, well, that's it's not... It's only 5% alcohol. Cut water was like, oh, yeah, okay. you're going to feel this. We are going to hit you in the face. It's tequila. This is like, you want to you wanna drink some, uh, some coffee table cleaner? Guess what? <laughs> We'll sprinkle some pear on it. it it's just not. It's just it's not, not great. But I'm powering through. You're powering through. Um, um, in terms of bets, do you have day one and day two bets that you are doing besides those parlays that you gave for BR betting? Because I have, know, I've got, I have two for each day. Okay, go for it. I gotta, or, I gotta figure out which, which days those bets were on because I was just firing through. But I want to hear your bets. So day one, I have Charleston money line. Excellent. I, I love like a good it. money lines. We most of these are money line, and then I have Boise State money line. I love Boise State. I am all, I am Team Mountain West. I am all over that team. I love that. Yeah, so I'm taking in. Boise State money line and Charleston money line. Those are my two on day one. There are some, I mean, these games, some of these games are just fascinating. Like Providence, Kentucky, it is only a three and a half point spread. I picked Providence. Yeah, I'm kind of there with you. I tomorrow my bets. I would probably reallocate. It would be Furman. Okay. And I kind of like West Virginia. I want to throw them in there too. Did I pick West, West Virginia? Is either going to win by ten or lose by twenty? I don't think there's like an in between. That's like what they've done to me all if year. I pick them or not? I feel like I did. I guess I, I have Oral Roberts in there too, but I'm a little scared of that now. You've kind of you're kind of like yeah. I don't think that that's scaring the shit out of me. I, I do want to know, like, so tomorrow it starts. Uh-huh. Well, technically it started already, uh-huh. but tomorrow it begins in earnest. So, like, walk me through your day. Um, I usually can't sleep, so I get up pretty early. <laughs> I get up probably around 6, 630. I'll probably do a Peloton class. Good. I will, like, shower and get ready. And then there's usually five TVs in my living room. So we got like a five. There's usually like four games on at one time, but sometimes if there's overtime, you need that like fifth screen just to be safe. So technically I don't start working until three o'clock my time, Pacific time. Uh, or no, 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 12 my time. But I'm on the couch at nine watching all of the games and then start work at 12 and then you usually finish up probably an hour or so after games are over, but it's mostly just watching games talking to writers we do like a winners and losers so i'm talking to whoever's writing winners and losers discussing each of the games and what to add in um but it's it's legitimately like for legal purposes i only work eight hours but it's a long day of watching those those first two days are kind of like very chaotic but after that it's it's amazing but i mean i get paid to sit and watch the tournament like everybody else so that makes me happy i i also and i have this coming next week for vegas but um you're it's early, right? Like, I mean, it's nine, nine a.m. fifteen. Yeah, which is pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. No, it's the so, best. It's kind of like college football. Like, I like being able to wake up and watch games. Like, I don't like waiting around. Like, I don't know what I would do with myself if I had like half a day. And I also like to go to bed early. So for me, <laughs> the being done at like midnight is early. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's for the first what two weekends. That's what it is, and then I go to Houston for the Final Four, and that. I will say, like, because we do, like, National Championship Weekend, and that, like, there's a lot of downtime with the Final Four. It's like you get there Friday, you have two games on Saturday, which is exhausting, by the way. And then Sunday you have an off day, but I am going to a baseball game because the Astros stadium is right there. 
and then Monday National Championship. And as you know, like once the championship game happens, it's like you have so much to do after the game is over. And oh, then like the next day is just like the longest day ever because you have to like travel home and are exhausted and just like overwhelmed. Hopefully this year I'm like very happy and like hung over from celebrating Arizona winning because honestly that's what would happen. And this year, um, my stepdad and my brother are coming to watch the games regardless. So they're doing like a little Final Four boys trip. Um, oh, that's cool. Yeah, so I'm excited that th- they will be there as well. Um, that'll make it a little less like long of a weekend to be able to split up time and see them. But yeah, it's it's definitely a long next few weeks. But I, I mean, I love every minute of this. I get so sucked in. Like on Sunday, I was like, I can just feel it like bubbling. I was just so like, I get like butterflies. I just get so excited over this stuff. I am very excited. I love the next couple of days. The weekend is a ton of fun. There is Saturdays, like sports heaven. You got a UFC card that's great. You have March Madness. It's like unbelievably good day. Sunday, there's an F1 race. Sun, you so got Sunday, race. I will be up at, actually, the race is at 10, so that works out perfectly for me. So it's like in the middle of it. So I'll need an extra screen to be able to watch all the games, plus an F1 race. And then I will preview Vegas next week, but then- I leave a week from Thursday for Sweet 16. I will be in Vegas for that, which I'm, which is kind of fun. I mean, it's four, what four games a day for Thursday, Friday. Uh-huh. Um, oh, it's gonna be a blast. And we're we're debating. We're gonna hit up Circa. Okay. Which is uh, I have good I have friends over there that work at Vsin and go to the um you know the swim up sports book. Yes. Which is super fucking cool. Um. Vibes, all sorts of good vibes. All so good I'm, vibes, and like yeah. I said, for the pod, we will be giving you guys like locks of the day. We'll give you our future sprinkles tomorrow when this publishes, maybe even tonight. Um, but our first day locks will get you pretty early so that you have them. Um, but we'll be definitely sharing our gambling strategy on this front because, like you said. When we do it together, we usually works out well. That's what happened during college football season. When we rolled together, it usually went pretty well for both of us. So I think maybe we spread that love to the no punts allowed community. Um, I'm a on little this scared how locked in we are right now, though. It's a little. This was not planned. No, it was not. This is not the this fact is that you picked open. Arizona like that is that's big. It's huge for me because it means that I'm not totally delusional, which is fine. It, I am good with that during this tournament. But like I said, the reasoning for me picking them always is like if I picked against them and they won, I'd feel like an idiot because I watch obviously Arizona out of everybody. Like I should know that they could win a national championship. So I I like that. I appreciate that. I'm not going to be doing that with Iowa, um, <laughs> but I'll I'll have them. I would love Iowa to be playing. Well, they're, they're going to have to play. Yeah, they're not going to be playing in the Sweet 16 round, but it would be awesome if they were, uh, which they won't be. I just I very much love this tournament and all it stands for mm-hmm. and the goofiness and the weirdness and the, and like the stories the pure... and the people we're going to meet. Oh, I can't yeah. wait. Yeah. It's fun. I no, it's, this is, this is one of the best weeks. Weather's getting good, better, I guess it's getting lighter. Like this is, and we're one step closer to college football, by the way. Yep. Just saying as seen by your scheduled degeneracy, anything else, any other takes, this is look at us actually moving along somewhat <laughs> quickly for once. It's amazing. So chaotic. Producer Matt's going to yeah. be like, wow, this is the shortest episode. Jesus and it's because we have stuff to talk about. So we like get through it. That's the problem is yes. we hurry through the stuff when we don't have anything to talk about. We sit here for an hour and a half talking about That's random true. things. Let me see. Is my notes. No, I, I, 
this is I prepared notes for today because I was very I also was just doing that to keep my bets straight and look at bracket versus bets um but no I think um one I'm honored that you picked Arizona I think it's Thank funny you. that we both have like the same teams that we think are going to be hot through the tournament and um terrifying I I'm just looking forward to it starting and i hope that we win a lot of money on this tournament is really my yeah. biggest hope i i think what i think you're right on the the no puns front like i want to just be hitting out winners like yeah randomly and regularly like we're firing yeah like we will... and, and i'm gonna we'll do this on our social accounts but yes. also on the no puns just like we're on it yeah Boom. we should push to, to follow our social accounts I, that would be good. That that's would what, be like, the best. That's what, we, like, that's what very people who like are good at this podcasting thing pod- do. Yeah, they, that's <laughs> they actually what they push our podcast. So follow us on Twitter, follow us on Instagram. I still owe somebody a municipal gift package, which I still yes. have names from that. So don't worry, you will get it once the tournament's over, not before, because I'm a little busy. Um, yeah, that's crazy right now. But but yeah, I think I think we will hand out a lot of yep. winners. Yeah, and next week's going to be fun. Next week, we will talk Vegas, we will talk Houston, we will talk tournament recap, and I will find oh, a way to interject Georgia into this podcast. I forgot. Point. I did actually get a lot of really positive feedback about our TikTok that you were involved in. So Thank you. Um, you making TikToks during March Madness is actually going to be Jesus. a theme. Um, so we will... Oh, if If Oral Roberts beats... Or if Oral Roberts covers... Yeah. I'll do something embarrassing, but if not, you have to do another TikTok. That's what we'll go that's with. That's fine. But like the TikTok you do, it's like say something. It's like, okay, <laughs> that's the best way for this, this TikTok thing to happen. Th- I this totally lazy agree. Dad uh, <laughs> to get into TikToking. But yeah. I can't imagine you trying to like edit a TikTok in TikTok. Like the thought of it, like knowing how I you did, are like, with like our daughter. own technology, you're like, Olivia, come here. I don't know how to do this. My my, I think I've said this before. My kids still want to start a TikTok. And it, they, and we're we're trying to figure out the best way to do this without it being like, you know, it, it, there's, there's a lot parent things. Here there's a parent. There's parent yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. that's involved. Yeah, but yeah. I think it'd be fun. They're creative. They're hilarious. My the thing around the Kramer house now, of course, we're going to go long. Is grittying like all oh. of my kids are they just that's what they do. So like randomly in the morning. Jack to go gets his waffles and he gritties across the kitchen. I would and give yeah, anything. Yeah. If Kayla listens to this podcast, it's... please have her film you grittying with your children. Um, And one more podcast related. Now, I was at the dentist this morning oh. and I like, my, I like my dentist. Okay. And good guy. He's got daughters that are, I think, go to Clemson and Ohio State. Okay. So, wow. So, here, so, here, Fun so here's schools. the funny thing though. So he, when I'm in there, he wants to talk college football, right? Uh-huh. It is very difficult to talk, with talk college football. We and and I I get a little frustrated because he's like, so C.J. Stroud, you know, uh, C.J. Stroud, uh, what do you think? And I'm like, oh, 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 oh. like it's hard to have it's hard to have good football dialogue. Yes, but he did ask about the pod. Maybe uh-huh. he's going to listen to this. Good dentist, by the way. Shout out, Doctor Fi, um, and. It's and he was he asked Caitlin when she was in like oh what podcast is it and she like literally couldn't remember the name of the podcast and so I talked to my wife and I'm like look like you don't have to listen but like I get it like whatever but like yeah just you should just maybe just know, know the name 
Like just the just have it the saved name. on your phone to pull up and just show. Just like like <laughs> that's amazing. She was like she was going through. She's like, wow, there's a lot of episodes. Yeah, like we've been <laughs> we've been doing this thing. I don't know if we don't talk or or what, but uh, yeah, she there's... thinks that you're just like down in your basement. Um, just... I just like <laughs> fucking like yeah. So playing um, video games <laughs> to my dentist if he's listening. Like, hey, buddy, I appreciate you. Yeah. No cavities, by the way. Teeth are doing well. Congrats. Um, and yeah, trying to do college football analysis while getting your teeth clean, not easy. Maybe I, write I, it I out before you do. go in there and then just like just show hand him. It, hand it to him. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's fun. Like he's got Ohio State Clemson. It's all, So there's actually stuff to talk about yeah. at the dentist. But um, that's awesome. Yes, it was uh, very interesting. So that is amazing. In any event. Yes. For those I that are listening, that... this is No Puns Allowed. Please subscribe, yeah, like. Which we. Go on to Twitter, follow Share. our Twitter, follow our Instagram. Instagram is yes. where I'm going to post most of the Kramer content. So that's yeah. really what people are here for. Go go to Instagram and follow us. Yes. And then um, everyone, I hope everyone wins all of their bets and Only watches way Arizona. too much basketball. Too. And, uh, yeah. As long as they're not fading ours. And have a blast. And we will catch up with you guys next week. <laughs>